Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Introducing a new incarnation of world-renowned spiritual teachings, Higher Balance Dojo. Dojo is Higher Balance's latest digital training membership. Inside the Dojo studio, you'll find loads of curated content, handpicked and organized to help you learn the most important lessons and techniques that are guaranteed to bring about spiritual transformation initiate real mystical experiences, and inspire you to reach ever-increasing new heights on your journey to spiritual awakening. Sign up for a $1 trial to Higher Balance Dojo now and experience it for yourself by visiting hbidojo.com. That's hbidojo.com. In this clip, Harness the vibration of alms to evolve how you progress into deeper states of consciousness. Learn to move within this very loving, nurturing, and creative state of mind and explore the benefits and different levels of alms. Enjoy. To see more and get a link to access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash EJP session eight. I have a couple questions. Some are the ones that I've been holding back and not asking for a while. So I'm just going to let my guard down. (laughs) A little nervous now, but okay. (laughs) Yeah. So I've practiced alms and when I've been practicing alms, I've taken some observations and I want to ask you about something. The tones are coming through my chest and as I ohm and those come through the chest, I feel like it's really, really powerful. Um, It's getting stronger and stronger and to the point where it's, I almost feel like there's a manifestation occurring with the environment and myself and it's wonderful, but I'm wondering if you have any thoughts for me on that. Sure. And should I give you the other questions or just wait? Well, let's let's run with that. We got, uh, you know, I want to kind of make the most out of our, our time and, and, you know, work, work on as much as we can, you know, I think that a lot of people, when they think of doing the the alms or alms, depending on who you are, that it's just kind of the soothing kind of tone or, or whatnot. And I think there's then the next level of people who understand that there's a lot more to it. It can put you into a trance state. It starts to shift your consciousness. There's this level of surrender that follows it. And it's very purging and very releasing. And it's just kind of like, it's like doing a surrender session just in its own way. And what people don't realize is that there's still a third and fourth level to this and so on. And when you, you know, you have to consider that people often say, you know, in spiritual circles that, um, 
is the sound of God, or it's our representation on an earthly octave level slash oxygen sound projection call, whatever you want. But that is the vibration is what I would say of moving into a, a very loving, very nurturing, very creative state of consciousness. And this is where you're heading. So when someone does regular OM sessions, you see this evolution of them progressing to deeper and deeper states of consciousness. And I think that it would be fair to say that you start entering into what I would call a, a creative level of consciousness or, a, as some people say, a co-creation level or a contributing effect. Your, your mind moves into this place where you're kind of in the fabric that creates or manipulates or directs life, okay? And that is where I believe you are, are going into at this point. That's where I think you're feeling this sense of, uh, uh, I would almost say it's like a manifestation level. And it's, it's pushing you and it's urging you and you're feeling that. And the, the bottom line is, is that what do you want to do with it? And the, the next level to that is, is that this gets into what I always kind of refer back to, this juggling level. This level of holding this, this state of mind, like I say, hold that thought, okay, hold that spiritual state of mind, that feeling. It's really the feeling you're holding because it's not necessarily a, a worded thought, but a, it's a state of mind. And you've got to keep this thing kind of vibrating, flowing, moving. It's like a living thing, as I always say. At the same token, with the other arm, you've now got to ask yourself, what do you want to birth from this or create or contribute or divinely uh, intervene into that. And it has to come out as a, a sense of, of, well, I would say emotional, but it has to be a feels like, okay, of what you want it to do, what you want to change, what, how you want to affect something. And often people will, will say, you know, and I've, I've covered a lot of this, that they want to visualize what they want, but you shouldn't do that. What you need to do is you have to do all the feels like to what that would feel like to have achieved that or to experience that. It's it's that's what you're you're doing, and it's this again makes the universe want to kind of create that effect, you know, in the best way it can, and, and that's what's happening. And it's a very uh, 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 good state of mind. It's a very spiritual state of mind to be at that level. And it's always easier to do stuff for other people than it is to do for yourself. It's just like doing psychic work. It's always easier to do a reading on somebody else than it is on yourself because you've got that subconscious critical level and it starts to need away in the back of your head and this stops you from having this perfect momentum. It breaks one of these, these two where it doesn't know what it's doing and then it's like a house of cards. you got to try to recatch it and it's very hard to get back up to unless you had a day off or something. So I don't know if that, that helps or not, but that's what I think. It, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And it kind of leads into my next quick question. So in dealing with watching, um, I'm not sure what you call it, but I had recently talked about seeing the rain. And there's this spot that I go to quite often to do that. And 
I got into this state where... Let me just stop you for a second for people who don't know what the rain is, because they're thinking you're going outside and watching the rain come down from the sky or on your roof. And we're, we're talking about the rain is a state of mind that you, you get into, and you can do it through alms, you can do it through deep spiritual practices, but you literally visually will see what looks like very fine lines moving through the air, usually sideways. And if you look at it, the best interpretation is, is to say that there's a wind blowing and it's very rainy out and it's at nighttime because it's in a, usually in a dark room. So you can see the contrast because it's very faint. And you see millions and millions of these like lines and it looks like it looks like rain moving because it looks living. It looks like it's it's like something that's actually happening in front of you rather than just just standing still. It's stagnant. It's, it's like a, a thing that's moving. And this is what we say is the canvas of reality it's what 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 if this was a matrix it's what is everything projected on it's on this this vibration that that allows color and structure and what we relate to as material and matter and reality so when you remove all of that in a state of mind you get to the highest truth and these highest truths start to show you what is the real fabric or it's like a painting if you were to be able to lift all the ink and all the pencil and all the color off of a paper you look at the paper and you see what the paper's textures were made out of if you were able to zoom in with a microscope you see like a weaving effect so hopefully that that's useful to some people go ahead jenny so so um we talked about how you would want to assimilate at that moment and so i practiced and literally to put this in context it's been months of practice and Excellent. what's recently happened is the stationary wall starts yeah. breathe it starts breathing with yes. me in rhythm yes. and so it, I just that goes on for a few minutes but yeah. then it opened the wall opened up came towards me yeah. st stopped right at my center pillar so that I had this visual of these slices of the wall yes and it's like this big file cabinet and I'm looking and it does just go on forever and I'm wondering what those each of those are yeah. and I'm not able to move into them yet yeah. but they they came to me it wasn't yeah. like a, a something I asked for. no it's a correct definition it's the, exactly right this is I always look for cues from people when they explain stuff because I think there's a lot of fibbers putting it politely and there are a lot of doers and you're definitely been doing Jenny you've been working very hard I can tell you know, you're, you're getting the, the mystic backdoor secrets. You're starting to crack codes, okay? So now, now it's good for me because then you can join the crazy club, okay? Like, like when I talk like this. So there's several ways to look at this. You know, at, at some point you have to understand that how you perceive reality is also an expectation of how you try to interpret phenomena happening when it does. We want to, to take an experience and kind of make it so it makes sense to us. And, and so there is this, this level of how much non-thought you can have without engaging something that's so surprising or shocking happening in front of you. And usually when it happens the first time, you know, the, the mind immediately wants to react to that. That's the, 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 you know, fight or fright kind of thing. That's a biological thing because it's very real. It's happening. Okay. And this can pop you out of that, or you can maybe have the skill to, to hold it, but you can't keep it to continue happening. It's like you got locked. You're kind of like a deer with the headlights on. Okay. So 
when you, you, you know, it, it basically comes down to me just giving you some answers and you're going to find that when you approach it again, because you, you have some context that you're going to be able to work with it now. Okay. When the wall moves, first people will see the, the, what I call the, the, well, it's like a bellowing. It's like, it's like, like a sheet almost popping in and out, like the wind behind it. It's just that, that the top and the bottom are, have clips on it. So it kind of looks like it bows out and in. Okay. Other times it can, it can do all sorts of things. It's, it's essentially reality. You're, you're disengaging from the, the, the matrix main program is how I would call it or reality or this dimension, call it whatever you want. You, you've gotten your mind to be so still, so clear and so defined down to what you are trying to do. You're trying to remove and get to the truth, okay? That you've, you've literally stripped mind and controlled your own inner thoughts. When that occurs, then your observation, what you're seeing is going to start to, to basically break the rules of physics is what I call it, okay? When you see a leather, uh, a, a layering coming out, this can be several different things. This could be your mind grabbing time and you're now perceiving it very slowly. So the only way I could say it is, is imagine everything you've seen as a constant projector film, with, which each frame is flashing. When you, when you have a film going at you, right? You get it, you get it. I know what I'm talking about. When when, and you know how hard it is to explain this. So you should be like, Eric, you, you're good. You know, <laughs> it's hard to explain it. But I, I, and I said this 30 years ago when I tried to explain this, people think I'm crazy. If, if, if you think of a, a movie screen, and for the older folks, we can understand this. Younger people don't have this. They got DVD now and everything, okay? But a film has frames. And in the frames, we project the light through, and this is what creates what we see on the screen. In a way... Reality is a three-dimensional screen. It's like a projection happening all the time. And we, in our minds, have a set of everything cooperating, touch, feeling, weight, all of these things. But it's still fluttering. It's still going so fast, it just seems like reality. And when the mind can slow this down, this is when you get this frame effect, okay? And you're, you would think, oh, you're seeing all this file, but it's actually vibrating still. It's you are, are slowing everything, okay? So this is one particular area because there's several things that can happen from this, and it's very, it gets very hard to define which is happening for each person, how, they're, how they've approached it, okay? When this begins to happen, the only thing I can say is, if you think about the sensation, like I often say, when people have an out-of-body experience and they, they're not ready for it, they lay in their bed and they jerk. It's like the body goes to, to capture itself, okay? In between that moment, there is a feeling of release. There's release and then the sense of trying to get it back under order, okay? By, by interpreting that sense to that moment, and you don't even have to think about it. Now that I brought it up, it's already been seated in you, okay? This is what's going to release that time to kind of drop, okay? So more than likely, you're, you're not going to hold the attachment of freeze framing anymore. You should be able to start moving past that. The other problem that you have to take in consideration is that the rational mind that has a sense of order to reality the reason it's freezing the frames that you're seeing is because it 
doesn't know how to interpretate beyond that. It's really you slowing or freezing time down due to anticipation of what's next. Oh my God, it just happened. Oh my God, this is going on. There's a, there is a level of excitement and you're learning. I got to control that. I've got all these things are happening super, super fast for your training now. And you're like, if I get too excited or if I react too much, it's all going to go. Okay. So, so you're controlling all this and you're doing a great job by the way, Jenny, but it's the sense of what's going to happen. Next. And I often say the minute you analyze is the minute it, you, you pop yourself out of it, in this case, lock it up. And so what you need to do is you need to open up your mind to an infinite amount of possibilities of, I don't care what's next. Just show me what, the got, what you got to show me. But you, you, it's one thing to say that. It's another to really honestly, sincerely feel that because it's, it's hard to lie to yourself. So one would think, well, what's beyond all this? What am I going to see next? What it, there's a million things that can happen. You can see an, a whole other fucking reality. Oh, one minute you're on a fucking side of a mountainside, okay? Another minute you're seeing spectral beings. You're, you're seeing species of life that are nothing like you've ever seen in a sci-fi movie before. You're like, where's their, their bipedal bodies? No, it don't work that way. You have to surrender to the possibility of, of whatever it is is going to show you, and it is like shuffling a deck because infinitely every single thing that ever can be possible is infinitely in that, that like the whole shuffling of the walls. There's no one, it's like, oh, here's this world and here's the next. There's thousands of things moving through our reality at this moment, not just one other reality. So it's about approaching it, I guess, in that, that sense. The second thing is, is that you could also take a step back and once you have the walls kind of moving and you, you know you're in that zone, okay, sometimes instead of focusing on the observation of what you're seeing, it's now a prime time to kind of put out there what you would like to direct the situation to. So it's like manifesting, but a little bit different. Most pe people think of manifesting about what they would want or what they want to do for other people or whatever. And this is an opportunity for you to say, I want my mind to expand its ability for comprehension. I want the neurons in my brain to build so I can bridge what, what's going on. Because if the brain is still the intermediary between the two, it has to be able to comprehend what it's seeing. Otherwise it's going to edit and you're not, you're going to, not going to see what you should be seeing. So, I often say if you go into your mind and you, you see neural synapses as building and making bridges comprehension, this is a very interesting philosophical approach because when you tell it to prepare to understand, it starts to prepare that way. It's not about you pushing to see something now. It's now you have the capability to see it, and so thus it appears. Putting your spiritual knowledge into practice makes all the difference on the path to becoming one with the universe. But there is a power when we gather and practice together, which is why Eric is teaching a live two-hour class every month. You'll learn new techniques, practice and connect with the Higher Balance community, and create a tuning fork effect that resonates and creates a ripple effect on you for the rest of the month. To access the full class, go to rebelgururadio.com forward slash Eric Pepin Live.